Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. You've just joined the Prepper Broadcasting Network, where we promote self-reliance and independence. The views and opinions expressed are strictly those of the host or their guests. Visit us in the interactive chat room at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Good evening, everyone. If you're a prepper, you're in the right place at the right time. This is the Prepping Academy. Skirting the globe through miles of fiber optic cable at nearly the speed of light directly to you with your hosts, Forrest and Kyle. Coming to you from the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, the information you get from the show could save your life. Whether you're a veteran, beginning prepper, or just curious, there is something here meant for you. Hey guys, welcome to the Prepping Academy radio show. We are live. We have Tenderfoot sitting across from us. That's right, I'm back. You know, actually, in one of the write-ups I sent to um, to G-Man, I put tender food. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't catch it, and he didn't catch it, because spell check food is the word, right? That's right. <laughs> and someone someone told me about it, and we had to correct it. But Tenderfoot is with us. He is. He said he's tired. He's been doing some home construction today. That's right. Yeah. I've been so. doing that all all weekend. Which, are, are you kind of like Tim Allen when you do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so so nice. later this week, you'll have to hire a contractor to come in and fix everything you messed up? Yeah. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll find out. Maybe I made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, if you are on Blog Talk Radio and you just saw this live show come on, um, and we appreciate you joining us, but won't you go over, please go over to Prepper Broadcasting, what is it? Oh, PrepperBroadcasting.com. We are live there, so you can listen to it live there. But we have an interactive chat room there, where if you stay on Blog Talk, there's no chat room. You're just, mm-hmm. just there, just listening to us. And But if you go to PrepperBroadcasting.com, you can actually join into our chat room, and the chat room is growing. So, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that wish they could be in this chat room right now, but they're not. So go over there and join the <laughs> chat room. Um, hey, if you're listening to this via podcast, um, we are live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Own the same place, the prepperbroadcasting.com. It's the, um, you know, G-Man's our, our producer in, in the studio. We're live in our home office in Weddington, North Carolina. <laughs> Weddington-ish. Yeah. We don't know where we live. Because no, our zip is one city, Matthews, but our house is in Weddington. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we are live every Monday night. At 9 p.m., so you can catch us live. Um, so, what, what? How was your week? Um, it is been or cold. How was last week? I guess. Yeah, I know. I mean, I've seen the photos. Your house, man, is destroyed. Yeah, it's an F4 tornado, That's or just a. You would think. And, <laughs> uh, no, we just had some severe water damage that was. Uh, we hadn't bought that home too long ago, and. It was hidden, and so unfortunately, if you don't peel back the carpet and things, you won't know it's there. That's right. And how <laughs> many people do that? Right? <laughs> Look what this has cost you because you discovered that water. Oh was. my goodness! Was it still wet, still leaking? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, there was. was there was. Um, I'm surprised we didn't fall through the floor. Oh. And um, so I, I went underneath that. No one would have laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> I did step on a nail last. Oh, they go in your foot? Oh, my gosh, yeah. 
So, I mean, you oh, you are kind of Tim Allen. <laughs> so it brings a whole other name to the name Tenderfoot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whole other meaning, rather. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Did you, did you have to go to the doctor? Because I, I work till like 11 o'clock at night. Don't ever do construction at night. I know, but, you know, don't tell OSHA. Did you, <laughs> did you, go, did you go to the doctor? Uh, no. Oh. You have a te- tetanus shot? Uh, yeah. I've had mm. several tetanus shots. Oh, you had I've been overseas, so I had to get it. And you've had a little bit of everything the last yeah. few years. <laughs> Nuclear radiation, a little bit of everything. So you stepped on a nail. Other than that, I mean, in working, are you doing it by yourself? Uh, no, my dad. My dad's okay. helping. And so my dad has a lot of um, skills. And so You said he was a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy? Jack-of-all-trades, master of none. Oh, yeah. he's that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you got Tim Allen and Al helping you. <laughs> you're Al. <laughs> Tim Allen? No, you're you – know. no, it, it, You know what? It's Wilson. <laughs> Well, oh, Wilson, <laughs> he never did any work. Oh, man. He didn't do anything but look over, look over no, the fence. That is actually his name, so I think that's funny. Oh, uh, your your dad? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you mean he didn't have a code name like Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, tonight, I mean, we were going back and forth. You know, one of the hardest things we do is figuring out what, what we're going to talk about next because we're such experts on everything. It's just, okay, um, maybe not. <laughs> me. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. So it's always, what you know, I text you, hey, what do you want to talk about? And you go, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? And we do that for 15 minutes. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I give him great ideas. He shoots down every single That's one. That's not true. <laughs> you want to do the water, the water air filter test, and we just have to have video for that. So and you are the video expert. I am. I am video. Expert. And, and so I'm putting the ball in your court. <laughs> we will drink pee. Well, you can drink. We have to do that game. You know, you take a chance. You can win or lose. And then oh, I can yeah. pick, and then you pick the one that I don't pick. Oh, we can just do the roulette table. Well, that's gambling. We don't do yeah. that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tonight the subject is back to basics. Like basic preparedness. And I went way back, and I don't even know where you went. You left your notes at home. I did leave my notes at home. <laughs> so you're going to wing this. But you, re- but you remember. You, I saw you writing things down frantically, fran- like like an open book test. You don't bring the test. You're like, okay, what do I remember? And you start yeah. writing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm living them days. And so um, back to basics. Now, have we done – I'm not sure we've done a back to basics. We've done like a – Prepping 101 series, but I'm not sure back to basics. Because some of the things I want to talk about may be different than what you want to talk about. Because we, I, I guess from when I told you what I wanted to talk about, you looked at me and like, hmm, I didn't think of that. <laughs> so your back to basics was maybe different than what I was thinking. Yes. Okay, it was. So what were you thinking back to no, basics? No, we'll start with you because I... <laughs> <laughs> You're still writing? <laughs> Yeah. So I'm a parent teacher. <laughs> so some of the things I read a book and it really ticked me off and I'm not going to tell you why it ticked me off, but I, the, the book is called off, off grid, two offs in a grid. Okay. And it is um, written by a, a, a Christian author, but the fr- I could never get past the third chapter. I would read chapter one, two, and three. I get so mad and I throw the book down. What made you mad? Well, I didn't want to tell people why it made me mad. Oh, okay. But I can, I guess. I don't know why. <laughs> but I would then I would then a, a lady at church said, "Hey, you, sh- you really got to read that book." And I'm like, I read chapter three. This is like the four times I threw it down after chapter four, three, and I'm like, I'm not reading this book. It ticks me off. And it's got, I guess, it's some bad theology from the Bible that is in there. Okay. And that's what ticked me off. And I'm like, why should I ever read this book? Because I don't, that's just, it just ticked me off. But the, 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 the chapter two and three goes into the point that man was cursed to work the earth. Okay? When we sin in the Garden of Eden. This is not a religious show tonight, but yeah. I'm just giving you some background right. on this. Um. And man was condemned to work and toil the sand, the earth. Right. But in our wisdom, 
rebelling against God, what we do is we go out and get a job and pay other people to actually work the earth. We don't actually do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Follow what I'm saying there? Yes, gotcha. And so according to the author, we should be, every one of us should be growing our own food because we were cursed to that. And that's what would honor God because he cursed us to do that, okay. mankind. Um, but what we do is we go out and get a cush job and manage people and then take that money and pay people to work the earth for us. So we don't have to, you know, get calluses on our hand and do hard work. And it ticked me off so many times. I just threw the book down. I couldn't get past that. But once I got past it, (laughs) because the lady said, okay, Forrest, just start on chapter four. I'm like, oh, that's genius. And I read that, and it talked about all the old skills that our grandparents and great-grandparents used to have. And it was a necessity. That's how they lived. It wasn't, I mean, I mean, we, we learned math and geometry and English in schools. They didn't go to schools. They just, that's what they learned. That was the part of their, their becoming an adult was learning how to make a, you know, how to store food. Right. And that wasn't too long ago. It really wasn't. It was, it was 100 years ago, maybe yeah. a little bit longer, maybe 150. Well, I mean, I, you know, I just think about like my grandparents. Yeah, you know, I mean, they they still live, you know, a lot of those things um, still have those skills. So, hey, let's take a quick break. Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the Target, LinkedIn, or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention. Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered from fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there. Yep. And so some of the things that the book goes through is, and again, the book's called Off Off Grid. I don't know who who um, who wrote it. I don't. I looked for it and I couldn't find it. I'm sure, I, like all my books, I let a friend borrow it and I never see it again. So, but they go through food storage. And they talked about how everyone had guns back then. It was like, I mean, you, the, I guess you could say it's like the Wild West. I mean, you had to protect your family and your food and your livestock. Right. Not only from people, but from animals. Yes. All kinds of things. And they had spring cellars, root cellars. And it goes through on how to build a root cellar and a spring cellar and how they all had savings and how they would hide their savings. Uh-huh. Because there was not many, I mean, people didn't trust banks until no. within the last 150 years or so, I guess. And I'm sure there's a lot of hidden treasures out there. Yes. <laughs> and then gold and silver. They all had gold and silver. Yeah. Everyone. Not only did they have money, you know, the, the, the government, had, you know, the dollar or whatever, but they all had gold and silver. Right. In some, in some shape or form, yeah. Yes. And then they had, they grew their own food. They were off-grid. They all had animals. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And you think, um, so it's a good book. I mean, it's just a great book. I mean, yeah. you can buy it or not. I don't care. Um, but and that's when I was thinking, Wow. How great would it be is to have all the skills in that book, but live in today's society, meaning we, we have health care, communications, um, information at our fingertips, but we live kind of the old style with all that. I mean, I would think you, the life expectancy rate would go through the roof yeah. because you worked hard back then. You, you ate better. Um, you, no one was obese, really. Right. 
and it was a healthier society. But with today's medicine and information, I think I mean life expects it would go through the roof. I mean, I think I think uh, I, you know one of the things I think of when you say all that and a good point is we kind of live in this hybrid lifestyle as preppers, modern day preppers. We want to live like that. We don't live like that. Right. We have some of these skills, and, you know, the only time that you really probably practice some of these skills, like myself, hey, when I got water damage, oh, now I got to practice that skill. I got to learn how to be a carpenter. That's right. And then you got to refresh <laughs> your memory and step on down. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, you got to, you're constantly. You're going back and forth on this fence, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's there's others that fully live off grid, and that that live you know like that, right? Yep. Um, to to some extent, I think so. Yep. And and it's a, it, and so the, the the thing is how to balance because you know I moved out in the country, I don't know, but to some people this is still not out in the country where yeah, I live, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. To others in the city, they go, holy cow, you live way out there? Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, yeah others that are out here going, we're not, we're, I mean, we're still five minutes from a, you know, Harris Teeter. Right. We're just right down the road. And so we, we live, we have this balance. We want to learn the old skills and we know the old skills are skills that we have to learn. If there's ever a major, you know, crap hit the fan in the future, we better have these skills. Yes. So how much time do you spend on learning these skills? How much time do you spend, you know, doing, oh, it's just, it's a balancing act for sure. And how, how does that get passed down? If, if, uh, it's uh, only uh, passed uh, down now by books, right? I mean, well, not, not even now, not even by books. Everything's electronic. Yeah. Even the yeah. Books. Because who do I could go to my hometown up in the mountains and find some people that still to this day have a spring cellar or a root cellar. But there, there, there's 10 people in Charlotte, North Carolina, that knows how to do that. I mean, they just don't know how to do that. Right. Matter of fact, a million people in Charlotte proper, I bet less than 100 people would know how to kill a deer, strip it down, and then save the meat without any refrigeration whatsoever. Oh, yeah. yeah you know, and, that, and that's the idea. A lot of guys, you know, we, I think we talked about this two shows ago or whatever when we were doing the skills or something. And you think they're going to go out, something happens, I'm going to go hunt. They don't even know how to hunt. Right. And that's the first thing they say. Yeah, fine. Anybody can kill an animal, mm-hmm. but do you know how to field dress it? Right, because if you can kill you kill a deer, there's enough meat on a deer to feed a family for a good month. I mm-hmm. mean, if you, if you want to stretch it. Right. But if you kill a deer and you can't preserve the meat, you've got to eat it within a week. Right. I mean... If you just don't know how to, you know, do it. And I, now that is one skill that I'm weak on. I think I could figure out how to smoke it and preserve it. Okay. Um, because I've done that with a few other things, but that's not always the right way to do it. Or well, dehydrate it. I got my dehydrator. I can freeze dry it, you know. <laughs> So, you know, that goes back to to what I was just saying. You know, we have some of these skills, and this is the challenge. This is where the rub is, I think, as preppers is are we, we – we may have – we may have knowledge of these skills, but do we have a lot of experience? Right. And then that's going to be – I read them in a book, and it doesn't mean I'm an expert. Right. Yep. Even yep. if you've done it one time, that's great. Right. But – Yeah, um, Flying Dutchman, is that who it was? He says um, they went to school in the fields, exactly, working with their mom and dad. Yes. Yeah, the original homeschoolers. That That is so true. I mean, not too long ago, I mean, my grandparents, where they were, they didn't, they didn't have, like, the public school system was so far away. They truly lived in the country, and they homeschooled. And that what happened to your family tree. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, no, and, and and we do. We homeschool right. now. Yep. And mm-hmm. we're we're big supporters of it. And we're not against, you know, the public school. I am sure some you know, whatever. Uh but um the you know, a lot of people bash it. Right. But there's nothing once right. you do it, we've done it, there's nothing wrong with it, nothing different from right. it. Right. We're just that word 
And those, some of these words, even the word prepper scares people. You know, I think homeschool in the Charlotte area is not uncommon. I think oh, yeah, this area is really This bad. area here has a huge population of homeschoolers. It really does. And, and that may, I mean, it might be because our school system, at least in Charlotte, Mecklenburg County, yeah, is, is not very good. Some of the counties around, like a Union County and some in South Carolina, are excellent. And we do, and Charlotte has one of the best high schools in the in the state. But yeah, they just, I think there's a, and there's a lot of people in Charlotte that have a lot of money too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's true. And so, but the homeschooling in Charlotte is is not looked on as a bad thing. Yeah, in general. And you know we're, we're talking about schooling. This is what this is one of the things what Forrest was talking about earlier. What I was thinking, where I was going, is like my dad. My my dad. Um, so schooling has changed. Um, even for all of these trades, these skills, you know, my dad um, did apprenticeship. You know, he he he. So he, that's why he's a jack of all trades. He he did um, uh, construction. He did um, electrician and and, and and all these things he had to do as an apprentice. While going to school. Oh, okay. Oh. And so, so he did that. Then went to school. Was able to get his license and everything. Was he homeschooled? Your dad wasn't, was he? No. Okay. No, no, no. But what? But the apprenticeship has disappeared in America. Yeah. And I think it's a fabulous way to learn. Yep. And and England still does apprenticeships when you graduate from high school. They do. Yeah, they do. I didn't know that. Hey, um, good time for a commercial break. Um, Hey, we're going to be right back. We're talking tonight about Back to Basics. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Hi, I'm Joe Alton, MD, also known as Dr. Bones of the award-winning survival medicine website, doomandbloom.net, and co-author of the bestseller, The Survival Medicine Handbook. As a medical doctor, I know how important it is to have knowledge but you'll need supplies if you're going to save lives in a disaster. We've got an entire line of medical kits for every homestead, retreat, workplace, vehicle, church, school, just about any purpose you might imagine, and they're all put together by a real MD and nurse practitioner. Other kits are fine when the ambulance is on the way, but when you're the end of the line with regards to your family's well-being, you'll be a more effective medical asset with kits and supplies uniquely designed for tough times and packed in the USA. Prepare your family for any disaster with medical kits and supplies at store.doomandbloom.net. That's store.doomandbloom.net. Make medical kits by Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy a part of your medical storage. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the ultimate wood-burning collapsible survival and camping stove? Stop looking. The under-6 elite survival stove by survivalstoveworks.com can cook a meal in under 6 minutes with just a few twigs and sticks and without all the smoke and black soot. The under-6 elite weighs under 6 pounds and can be assembled in under 1 minute. This survival stove is made in the USA by patriots and preppers like you with high-quality steel. The under-6 elite stove with all the extras is also easy to store and transport in its own carrying case. It's on sale now with free shipping. See it in action and get yours now at survivalstoveworks.com. That's survivalstoveworks.com. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Prepping Academy. I'm, I'm Forrest. We have Tenderfoot sitting across from us. We are coming to you live on Monday night on prepperbroadcasting.com, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, one of the things, um, we have a um, – the Prepper Broadcasting has a new – um, show that's coming up in the future. It's called the Gunmetal Arm. The Gunmetal is one word there. Armory. Um, it's coming. It's going to be on Thursday nights, um, and it's going to be a new show. It's coming in a couple weeks, not next Thursday, but the following Thursday. And so um, it's being posted right now in the chat room. So uh, make sure you check that out. And G-Man has been working hard. So every every night, G-Man, almost every night. I think he's missing Saturdays right now. He has a live show. So I know if you listen to through this um his um podcast and it's just show after show after show of other podcasts, well he has one every every night live. And so just go to the website and you can figure out what night um and what show you want to listen to. So we were just checking out the chat room. Yeah, he let me look. 
He, I let him look. I let him look. See, he, um, if you don't know, Tenderfoot has a problem. He'll start looking in the chat room, and he forgets to talk. <laughs> so, I'll start reading out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things someone put is Canada has a apprenticeship, which is pretty cool. I know England does, and Canada does. Um, what, what else is in there? Um, someone put, um, well, oh, what was saying bad prom? Oh, being homeschooled is Brad Palm. Bad, Brad Palm that's yeah. not true anymore, man. They have a huge prom now. They just don't know each other. Well, they do. They have all these clubs and groups. Yeah, that's yeah. that's so old school. That's not that doesn't happen anymore unless you live in a community of like five. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything you see in there that catches your mind here? Oh man. Well, they were just talking about the apprenticeships there. They still exist um, in Canada and everything. And I, I'm sure here still in the states. I, I'm just saying. What I'm trying to get at is that that is not the main course right. uh, of anymore. Right. So, yeah, and so I, I remember reading a book called "The Plumber, the Million, or the Plumber Next Door, or the Millionaire Plumber," or something about this plumber that he was a millionaire just being a plumber. Huh. I'm like, maybe I want to be a plumber. You don't want to be. A I don't want to be a plumber. You don't want to be a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> that takes responsibility and knowledge. No, no. Oh. So, um, so some of the things we're talking about this um, tonight, we're talking about back to basics, and you know, I talked about a book called Off Off Grid, and you know, some of the things that our grandparents used to to know. But one of the other things um, in the book, I, I said they keep gold and silver. They would keep gold and silver, and they would bury it. They would literally bury it. Back then, there was no such thing as like a metal detector. Yeah. But t- today, I mean, if you if you hide gold, I mean, the government, I'm sure they have a van that can go by your house and scan your house and tell you that everything's in there. I know they have that. They got to have that. Matter of fact, they know they have it because a gentleman showed me a, something like that. They can scan your house and even see where your guns are and everything in your house is. Well, you know, I, you know, I did. This is kind of. This is way off But it's funny that you said that, talking about uh, conspiracies and stuff. But this is a true technology they have. They can use uh, um, Wi-Fi or something already existing in your house, and then they can see. Right. They can see. It's not like they can see right. Like how we're seeing each other right now. They can see dead people. But they can see <laughs> shapes and stuff in your home. Oh yeah, through the Wi-Fi. With the Wi-Fi. They've been able to do like that, that for a long yeah, time. Oh yeah. Crazy. I don't. I don't remember what that was. Yeah, they've been. Yeah, that's. It's just we don't know what they have going on. Um, so, well, we want. We, you know, we need to do a show on like security, and yeah. like the Signal app that I promote and push. Well, I just we, I posted it tonight on Facebook. Download the Signal texting app and use it. Yeah, and we talked about it last time. I think yeah. the skills, how, how important security was. Too. But we need to do a security. Um, so um, growing your own food. I mean, gosh, everyone covers that in prepping. Now you got to grow your own food. Yeah. Yeah, you do, but you got to learn how to save it as well. And, and like one of the first things people yeah do. But you know, canning is not always the best way to save food. Yeah. Why you need jars, you need lids, things that aren't that you. you I mean, you got to buy a bunch of them. Well, you know, and even with that, the canning process, you have to have the knowledge, you know, skills. when something, uh, skills. You uh, can when, die. When, yeah, when something is bad. Yep. It may look good, but it'd be bad, and people would die, you know, of uh, eating bad tomatoes and didn't know it. Tomatoes would kill you? Yeah. Oh. Canned tomatoes. Canned tomatoes. I'm sure somebody has an exact medical term for that. <laughs> Botulism? Yeah. I think it. That's me. No, that's with me, but there, there was something with, uh, um, man, we had Ellie here. She knows exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's teaching her next class. Oh, that's hey, If you're not in the Carolinas, don't come. It's going to be full. And my family is going to that. Nah, i got to watch the kids that night Oh. because they want to go Oh, to my, Oh, sweet. So, yeah. so um, and, uh, let me tell you another thing that's in this book, something I learned, and it's, it, it blew my mind. So back in the old days, I'm talking old, more than 150 years ago, they would build a house at least four feet off the ground. You ever you ever seen old houses? Okay. They, yeah. they have these brick, and they're about four feet off the ground. Okay. I don't know, uh, and, and you're like, why did they do that? Then they would build the first floor with like 14-foot ceilings. Okay. With windows above the doors. 
Go into yeah, the old houses. Yeah, I know, okay. I know what you're talking about. Windows above the doors yep. that can open e- and e- shut. Interior doors, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, interior, exactly. Then they would build a second floor. Every bedroom would have a balcony. Right. And with, uh, with always with French doors opening up to the balcony. And, and they started explaining this. And, um, and I started, and I'm like, okay, they build up. The goal is to get the second floor above the bug line. There's a bug line of about 20 feet. And bugs apparently don't fly up above that line. Really? Yes. And so that's why they built it up high, a high first floor, and then they put the second floor in the balcony with the windows. People would sleep on the balconies, and there's no bugs because it was above the bug line. How about that? Didn't know that. I didn't know that. And then the first floor would have windows above the doors because when you shut the door and crack the window, it would build a natural funnel within the house to keep the house cool. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, all these things that they figured out. And so if you go to, like, old homes, that's how they're built. And there's so much more that they had in there, why they did different things. And yeah, it, it was crazy. That is good knowledge. To know. I mean, that's, that's with, uh, like, even the paint, the paint uh, that they used was on purpose. You know, speaking of, like, the, the lead paint. Well, the lead paint. <laughs> I ate a few of those shit. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, they had, uh, like, I think on the porch, they paint, like, blue or, or, or um, whatnot, like a light color, and the bugs are attracted to that. Okay. The reflection of the light, like, they go through the sky. Uh-huh. Well, like, even now, they catch carpenter bees and other bugs. You can just take a Gatorade bottle, put it on a block of wood, they go through the hole, and they try to get they get out. They, I mean, they give in, they can't get out. And yes, yes. They go yep. to the nearest light. Yep. So, so um. So anyway, oh, G-Man in our studio tells us we have a caller that has a question. Okay. Now, I've never really done this. You haven't done it with me yet. Yeah. You, no, we've never really done this because okay. I'm always petrified what they're going to ask, and yeah. I might not know the answer or something. <laughs> but we, um, but if if G-Man is ready, we will take this question from I think it's Tommy. Yes. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi, hi! Thank you for having me on. Uh, my question was: I have, uh, I live in Sacramento, or, well, East Sacramento, and in, in the foothills, and I have 15 acres. Um, I have a house on it. I have a well. I have uh, a, a small, a nice sized pond with some bass and bluegill, and I have solar panels and all that. And I'm kind of off the beaten path. And I guess one of the questions is: what, at what point in time do I decide whether or not I should bug out? Um, I'm not, you know, not really on a highway, and, you know, we, my wife and I have always considered, wondered that, and kind of, would we leave, would we go, obviously, you know, if the, if the area was, I mean, I just don't know, I, at what point in time, is there some type of a, of a, of a, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that, at what point in time should I, should I consider bugging out, and if I do bug out, what should I have with me, just basics, I have four children. Well, that's a good question because I think we covered this. Did I cover this or did you cover this with me about the reasons why you would bug out? Um, I don't think I was here for... You mean I did a show by myself? You did a show by yourself. Let me look at my... um, um, right. Oh, right here. I um, I did write down. I found my notes. Um, Oh, yeah, the show we did on, um, gosh, no... How to know when it's time to bug out. Oh, yeah. You were in that show? Did you listen to that show? And one of the things is when your life's, I mean, because you could have the perfect bug out location. Like his, you know, I'm not sure about the population around his house. Right. But. um, About 1,500 people. Oh, wow. Okay. So that you're, I mean, there's no way you're going to get them on your team. And when they get, things get rough, it may, your life may be in danger. But one of the things was, if you're if 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 your overwhelmed force against you was one of them. I'm looking at my notes. Yeah. And when there's more people out there than you can defend, that can be in your house within a couple minutes. It's 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 
time to go. I'm a bug out kind of person anyway. You're kind of a bug in kind of person, aren't you? No, not where I'm at. Oh, not where you're at? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, but there's many factors before you bug out. I mean, you just can't bug out. You, with four kids, you've got to know where you're going. Yes. You've got to have a plan. And you got to, uh-huh. you got to think about that. And so my friend Bruce is a bug in person. Yes, he is. But he also has plans if some of these things happen um, to bug out as well. And so it's, it's as important to, to fix your, your, your bug in facility as it is to have your bug out facility ready and planned. So the one was an overwhelming force against you. Um, one is the, the increasing risk for you staying there. So there are several factors you can look through. You know, if you're going, I'm going to bug out immediately. Matter of fact, I may just leave tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell everybody, everybody, because you know, everybody knows me. That you can search where I live and all this stuff. So I just tell people. They say, I'm going to your house. I said, Good. Please do. My neighbor's probably going to shoot you. Yeah. Because they're going to go to my house first. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason for me to go back to my house. But some people, their home, they built it. They've got a well. You know, they got animals, and yeah. they don't want to leave. Um, I think that could be dangerous. And so I think before anything happens, you've got to go through a list and go, okay, if, if it gets this bad, or if it, you've got to have a checklist, like the military. Right. We, we It's a laminated checklist, <clears throat> okay? Um, people are not yet riding in the streets. People have not asked us for, I mean, you go through there and go, okay, we can stay. But as soon as some of the things start happening that you look on the list, you've got to go. Yeah. And like Forrest always says, you know, there will be some time uh, to be able to make that happen. I, I agree. But you've got, the, it, it really comes down to the plan and you making the decision um, for that. Dude, that was like our first question. I'm not kidding. I've been doing this for a year, and I just didn't. I don't. I'm always afraid of someone calling in and asking. It's a crazy tenderfoot. That's that's that was Tommy from California. All right, awesome. That was okay. We may have to do that another night, and then we can make up answers. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was Tommy. We that help. We yeah, and our the last podcast or one of the last ones I did was um, knowing when to bug out. I'm not sure that'll help. You know, we try to put it together. Oh, uh, the acronym. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, I do remember that. Yep. Yep. The the readout acronym. Yeah. Go back and listen to that one. Listen, listen to that one, and that would that's total mediocre as well. So. Um, Repeat that show again. What's that? Um, that show was called Thanks a Lot, Man. I I flipped as back. As soon through. as he closed it, you know, um, we know how, um, know how when, how to know when it's time to bug out. Yes. Sorry, it's my writing. <laughs> yeah, and one of the first statements I put: "This is not always an easy answer." So, oh man, that was pretty cool. So we let's do a show in the future. Quest well, pre-qualified questions, because <laughs> I have people, friends in here that would absolutely, and they're in the chat room, will ask some of the some questions to just kill me. Um, oh yeah, um, all our shows are archived on the um, Prepper Broadcasting page um, on PrepperBroadcasting.com. You can go and listen to them all there. So, um, so you know what? It is. It, it's it's uh, close to our excuse me our next break. So, if G Man's ready in the studio, let's go ahead and go to commercial break, and we'll be right back after this important message. We have exciting news. You can now afford to have your own freeze dryer. That's right. For the first time ever, it's possible to have a freeze dryer in your home. It was invented right here in America by Harvest Right. With this new appliance, you can freeze dry your own food and it will last 25 years. Imagine freeze drying fruit, vegetables, meat, and your own homemade meals. It's as easy to use as a microwave. Learn more about this amazing home freeze dryer at HarvestRight.com. Again, that's HarvestRight.com. When disaster strikes and your GPS is useless, ancient navigation techniques will ensure your survival. New from Ulysses Press, Prepper's Survival Navigation. With this guide, you can easily travel through even the farthest, remotest places, utilizing tips from the United States Army and lifelong wilderness experts. 
you'll learn life-saving navigation techniques. This definitive guide to terrain navigation also teaches you essential survival skills like firecraft, water procurement, and shelter making. Prepper's survival navigation is essential to have on hand during any outdoor adventure, including the weekend family outing. On sale now. Find Prepper's survival navigation on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Prepper Broadcasting, or wherever fine books are sold. <laughs> Hey, we're back. That was awesome. <laughs> Tenderfoot was in in the midstream of a sentence, and then our our um our producer G Man, um every time he mutes it, we we hear a beep. And in midstream of a sentence, it went beep. And he, and you stop cold turkey. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to re- say anymore. Nope, I'm a pro. Or he probably muted us there. <laughs> And we heard they heard everything. So we were just doing some plannings of upcoming shows. And so um so some basics. Um back to basics. Now what was your basics? We've talked too much on my basics. What were you thinking when I wrote this? Well um definitely going right right what I what I was just talking about with the apprenticeships and and stuff like that. Just just how were things done? So it wasn't too far off from what you were talking about. Uh, you were going way back, you know, to to even like Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah, you really did. You really did. And you know, even before electricity and and, and stuff. So there's a lot of the stuff that uh, that probably has been lost. Mm-hmm. There is probably some lost knowledge of how to do some things. Um, but uh, no. I, Really, I'm I'm in the same line as as, as that. Um, you know, knowing and understanding these things of, of you know how to how to do that. Um, that living off grid, that homestead. A lot of homesteaders have mm-hmm. uh, are bringing some of these skills back. Right. And so that's kind of an interesting thing um, to to look at because they are that's how they're living. They're living off the land and trading. You know, bartering. Mm-hmm. That's also, you know, skills, how to do that properly. Don't you wish you knew exactly what happened to, like, the lost colony? Oh, I mean, yeah. these people had skills, and they brought supplies. And they didn't just die off. They Well, some people say that they started eating each other. I mean, they got hungry. and I don't know. I, I have know. no idea. You'd like, I'd like to know. but And they had skills. Um, yeah. But, um... So also, 150 years ago, you didn't have the government coming in and helping you if you had a rough time with your homestead. And you know, there there again is a, a touchy subject and it's Safety a problem. Man. I know it, it is. But what if you know you can't depend on someone else? Right. You know, what are you going to do? And 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 that is kind of a shame. It's it, it's scary. As a society, are we are we really um, able to take care of ourselves? Mm-hmm. Have we gotten so dependent on uh, um, just technology? I and mean, technology is advancing very rapidly. We, we just talked about some of these skills. These things were not really too far away, right. too, too far long, long ago. I mean, my grandparents were doing some of these things. My grandparents, you know, and I'm not that old. Right. Um, I'm a young compared to you. I mean, you know, young whippersnapper. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, what are you saying? <laughs> but you know, but technology that just goes to show you that's it's not a bad thing. This stuff's not right. a bad thing. But do we have the alternative? How do you do, take care of it? Right. You're not going to open your iPad and learn how to start a spring cellar. Well, you know, one of the things I, you and I have talked about this before. One of the skills that I have, well, that I've been learning about, but I haven't done it yet, that I want to do is build a gasifier. Okay? A lot of people don't know about yeah. those things. That's, mm-hmm. that's some old technology. But so many things, if you try to go to YouTube it, that's fine. You can educate yourself. But you're going to be very hard-pressed to find anything that, that doesn't require electricity. But, yeah, you do have to have electricity for that. Because there's no, some welding. There's, and there's some welding that has to be done. Well, no, you can. No, there there are ways to do it um, without doing that. Okay. You can you can do some like okay, you're t- you're testing me right now. I'm but, not, yeah. but no, I, I did I did look into this because uh, I was 
and that was one of the conversations mm-hmm. I had with you like a long time ago. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things I try to do when I look at these skills, even with the aquaponics, how do I do it without electricity? Right. Because what are some of the things we prep for? Mm-hmm. Grid down. Grid down. Yep. You know, so, so I always try to look for, again, um, you know, these other alternative ways to do these things. I think uh, I call it skill to skills. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you got to learn another skill within that skill. Right. If something else happens, you know, can you, can you take care of it? But then you need, you're doing a gasifier for a generator. I mean, seriously, to make electricity. Right. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm thinking like for, because you can do a gasifier, put it on your vehicle to run the vehicle. Right. Now, does the vehicle require electricity? Yes, a battery, but you get stuff that's um, pre, what, 1980? Uh, no one knows. I don't know. Yeah. 1970-something, you know. So, yeah. Um, also, one of the things in this book, it talked about how the government now has all these programs for the, the we'll just say the homeless, to feed people that are hungry. Back 150 years ago, people took care of them. Churches. That's right. You see someone on the street, they'd ask you for money, you'd give them money because you knew that they were. It's just so it's so different these days. Um, uh, the old school. I mean, if if there was a way to go back but yet keep our technology, that would be kind of cool. I bet there's communities like that somewhere. Well, you, you know, we we talked about that before. Oh, my gosh. Every word you say. We talked about that before. No, I know. I feel like, well, I don't know if we did it on the show or whatever, but community is very important, and, and it, mm-hmm. right, it's, it's missed. Right. It's, it's forgotten. Matter of fact, one of the things I had down here is building neighborhoods because we're preppers. We want to bug out with our little group and get away from everyone. What would happen if we changed the attitude and go, okay, I'm going to find out who in my neighborhood has like mine. Maybe it's just me. Maybe there's five or six other families. And then when the crap starts hitting the fan, we can get other people on board, and that could be our community. I don't know if that would work. Well, you know, we, we, we have a cap to our skill, skill levels mm-hmm. and our knowledge. You do. <laughs> but numbers is are very important. Oh yeah. And so you want you want to be able to have uh, numbers to increase your skills right. and um, you know training and maybe maybe you miss something and you can pass that knowledge on. Yeah. And we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm a big survival group guy. I mean that's yeah. my 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 thing. I consult. I you know I've had one for years, and number the more numbers the better, and people just don't understand that. But the I read an article that I think Joe posted on um, Joe Face posted on our Facebook site that it takes like 25 people just for security on a retreat. So I mean, that 25 people. Now, a lot of women and children and other men might not be security people. So that means you might have 150 people just to get 25 people. To do security because there's other jobs on a retreat. Yeah. So. Okay, we're, we're talking about back to basics. Back so to how, basics. How do you think they handled um, security back in the day? Was it just hey, we're just gonna? I got a gun. Or, Man, they all know. had a gun. They had it by the door, by yeah. the bed, and someone knocked, they just shoot them. Yeah. Okay, mango <laughs> home. <laughs> no, I mean, but still, I mean, it was it was the wild wild west. I mean, but, you couldn't call the cops. But the thing is, they looked out for each they other. They did look, yes, they looked out for each other. It goes back to the community thing. You know, and, and now we things, just go in our garage and don't even talk to each other. Are things safer these? Then I think things were safer back then. One reason because a lot of people had guns at their homes, at least. You don't go and rob someone at their home because you know they have a gun. Today, guns kill people, you know? Yeah. But, um. And then that. And there was a hard work mentality too. That there was very few freeloaders. There was no forty nine percent. You know. That's right. That's I right. mean, everyone worked hard, and if things got tough, people would pitch in and help them. Yeah. Was there any other 
cool things that you picked up. I mean, the house thing. In the book? Yeah, yeah, the house thing was really cool. Um, so very rare. What's, um, the, the animals, they, oh, they, their money a lot of times was the things that they grew. So they would go down to the trading post and trade their chickens or eggs for meat or vegetables. So that what they actually grew their money. Yeah. So the more you, the, the, the bigger crop you had, the more chickens you had, the more exchange power you would have at the trading post to get yeah. Other things that you couldn't, I mean, spices and things like that. So they grew their currency. Just think about that. Right. I mean, take Bitcoin out of this. But if I was to tell you, you could grow your own money and it could buy you anything. Because, I mean, in that day and time, it could. Mm-hmm. You would go, I would have a big yard. I mean, a big yeah. field. I would grow things. I would have chickens. I would have cows. Money doesn't grow on trees, but it does grow in the field. It does grow in the field. That's <laughs> that's for sure. Um, so that that was kind of interesting too, how you grew your your money, and then you can exchange that for dollars or gold, and then you save it. Right. And that was their system. So uh, was it Dave Ramsey? Mm, you know, everyone would go would have booed him off the stage. You know, two hundred <laughs> years ago. Boo! We already do that. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right place, right time. Yeah. Now I'm really Yeah. <laughs> but you know, here's a, a weird and fun fact. I remember in school, think that. There you go. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Two years so, ago. Uh, so that's it. <laughs> um, I remember in school, uh, I had a history teacher, and he loved this stuff. He brought up these weird things. At least I don't know if it was just North Carolina or, or whatever, but you could take a pig. Draw a check or something on there. I can't remember exactly what he said, and it was good as money. It was good as a check, and they would use that. And I know that's just a weird thing. Somebody Dude, can look that up. He, he, lied, he, he lied to he you. He probably did. Look, it's got a check on there. Look, it, look, it has a check number. <laughs> it, it's not like they would write I know, I know, I know. I, you know, I don't know. Somebody, you know those, like, dead laws and all of yeah. that stuff? Crazy stuff. But anyway, since mm-hmm. we were talking about that, you're yeah. talking about they grew their food, their they, money. Yeah. Uh, that came to my mind. They do that now with marijuana in California. <laughs> Did you see all the fields that burned that were? Yes, I actually know someone that does that. And really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't. And I would never say it on the air if I did. <laughs> well, it's legal there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's legal there. So it's not. It's still not legal. The federal government says it's against yeah. the law. No, well, he, well okay. Okay. But his, his the state his company is for the yeah and yeah, yeah. And, stuff, so. uh-huh. and so um, grew food. What else? I mean, and so storing food, and I mean that was just all commonplace. And then they would read and tell stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, it's just I don't know. It, it, I don't want to go back and live in that era. I want that era to come here with my modern technology. So I want to go to my house after I work in the field and jump on the internet and play a game. <laughs> Flintstones meets the Jetsons. Jetsons, yeah. You ever remember that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I hated the Flintstones. <laughs> I hated the Flintstones. I, oh, I couldn't stand it. So, um, okay, back to basics. And so, you know, there's got to be some good books. And I'm sure people will post it in the in the um chat room of back to basic books out there off off grid was one of them i'm going to look for one right now there was one i actually saw uh i was up in the mountains and was in a store and they had this and, and you've probably seen one of these books but it had all of that stuff uh um you know how to build your foundation how to frame out your house uh to everything uh you know with the um uh, oh man, the seeds, the seeds that we want to grow. Um, heirloom, heirloom. Thank you. Okay. Just totally escaping my. It talks about all this different stuff. Um, even how to saddle a horse. And, and so I'm gonna look for this book real quick. Um, if somebody can beat me to that, go ahead is and put it, it up in the chat room. Is it? Uh, it's a big, huge book. How to do everything? No. 
they got different ones. They have they have uh, one that's like. Is a, it the um, man book thing? No, because it's a man. How to be a man? It, no, it, no. It has this like um, old look to it. It's obviously it's a modern book, but it has this old look to it. It's all hand drawn, written out, um, and they've got different ones. It's, it's like uh, something to do with homesteading. One to do with. Uh, one to do with like carpentry or something. I don't know. There's different ones up there. Uh, there you go, reading again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. So you you come up with something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Talk while you okay. Okay, uh, we do have some announcements that's coming up. Um, on October 30th, Mark Goodwin from Prepper Recon will be on the show. Mark is an author. Um, he he has been doing Prepper Recon for a while, but he's written The Days of Noah, Days of Elijah. He's written a lot of great books, and um, and I we're I'm really looking forward to him um, being on the show. That's um, October 30th. We're gonna do a show. Um, is that next week? Is that Mark's next week? I believe that yeah, is. it is. Yeah. So March next week, and then the week after, let's do a show on taking questions, and we'll put together a panel, uh, like a, a people that can call in. We've got like three or four people. One guy that can do, you know, you know, maybe secure whatever. We'll just have our friends on there, and so and we'll link them. That's gonna be a lot of work for G Man, and we'll just take questions. Um. I don't know. That'd be scary, but yes, let's do that. That way yeah. we don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We can just sit back and um, it's kind of like um, what's his face does on Survival Podcast, where he has the expert panel. So, or they could email their questions in, and then we can get an expert to call in and give us the answer to it. Would that be better? Yeah, that'll work. Okay. <laughs> So if you have questions, the Prepper Gurus will be here to answer your question. Just eat, go to PreppingAcademy.com, PreppingAcademy.com, PreppingAcademy.com. Go ahead. Okay. What you, what's well, the book? I think I found one of the books. This is I don't think this is the exact one, but it kind of looks like this. If you look up the uh, Backyard Farming Homesteading book, this no, is no. by – wow, I can't even read that name right there uh, – Kim – Pisa, P-E-Z-Z-A. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. But uh, I also know someone said the Four Dummies series. Oh, yeah. Sure, you can, <laughs> you can use those too. Yeah, the Four Dummies. Podcasting for Dummies. I'm, we're going to order that for us. <laughs> the first thing is it's like a quiz to see if you have what it takes. We'll, we would probably fail that. Oh man, there's like all kinds. There are a ton of books out there, but anyway, there's a fun one, and I don't know that I've seen before. I'll I'll look for it, and maybe we can post it later. Yeah. But. Okay. Okay, guys, we are wrapping the show up. Um, thanks for being here. You missed last week. I did. Yeah. We would. Oh, I had Robert on. Yes, and I did. I did listen afterwards, and you did, I, I heard how you. I slammed on you. So highly of me. <laughs> <laughs> I love laughing at you. Um, so, um, again, next week is Mark Goodwin from Prepper Recon. Great podcast, great books. Um, he's going to be on the next show, is going to be on question and answers. Email your questions. I'll get some from the Prepping Academy um, and Carolina Preppers Network, and we'll answer them. Um, we'll do that in two weeks. Um, and also, you can, um, again, we're live on Monday nights at 9 if you're listening to this on um, uh, podcasts um, on um, prepperbroadcasting.com. And, um, hey, anything, any last words? Last words. Just tell us what the three Bs are, Flying Dutchman. I just saw that. Sorry. The I love the chat room. Books, <laughs> babes. I don't know. That's a great way to end it. So, guys, we will see you guys next week with Mark Goodwin, PreppingAcademy.com. Join us there. Thanks so much for listening to The Prepping Academy with your hosts, Forrest and Kyle, live on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Prepper Broadcast Network at PrepperBroadcasting.com. We'll catch you next time on The Prepping Academy.
Today's broadcast has come to you through the courtesy of the Prepper Broadcasting Network. See our hosts, show schedules, archive programs, and more at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Thanks for listening. Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.